And now the disclaimer. The topics heard on Into Your Body is primarily meant for mature audiences and is not intended for younger or more sensitive listeners. The suggestions and opinions heard on this show does not necessarily represent the views of this station, its management, or their underwriters. These suggestions are not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or other malady. Discretion has been advised. And now, enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Into Your Body, number 19. I'm DJ. I'm Sam. And this is the show that helps you get into your body so that you can get the most out of your life. And I have one question. What's your question? Did you come? <gasps> Did I? Did mm. you? That's a good question, isn't it? Did you? Of course I came. Well, I hope you... Well, I... <laughs> I mean, I hope you, everyone, you know, I mean, of course, don't forget to masturbate and all, but, you know, did you come? Now, the reason why we're starting with this question, uh, Sam, I th- guess this was your idea, right? Yes, it was my idea. Okay, because, um, <coughs> because uh, earlier today, uh, today being, uh, I think this was... Uh, what day is this? Wednesday? <laughs> it's Wednesday the 28th. It's Wednesday the 28th as we are recording this. Yes. Well, because we just like recording our conversations, uh, don't we? We do because we're good at conversating. We are good. I mean, that's what <laughs> happens when you get a you know, you get a you get a journalist and a psych grad in the student in the same room at the same time, right? Yeah, pretty much. We talk about stuff. We talk about stuff and we just that's how we do it. So, um anyway, earlier today I saw a tweet uh, from Super Smash Cash. Hello there, out there. Uh, not trying to garner any favors or anything like that, seriously. But uh, it really intrigued me because it was a retweet on a retweet. On a retweet, it said it started with me at eighteen colon. If he has to ask whether she came, she didn't. And then me at twenty four colon. My this feels really good expressions are very similar to my orgasm expressions. There have been plenty of times I did come and my boyfriend asked. No shame in open communication. No shame in open communication ever. No shame in open communication ever. So, of course, I retweeted it with a comment that says, New rules! If they ask whether or not their partner came, it means they do care if you liked it. Communicate. Yeah. Which I I kind of felt uh, at liberty to actually do this, even though I was the one tweeting. You did not. Uh, you did not authorize the tweet, but I had to. I had to step in because I, I knew this was something we agreed on. Yes, we did. And I, I told you you're responsible for tweeting. I don't do that. Well, yes, but I mean you're. <laughs> but I mean. You're also welcome to look at our twit. Our twits. I do twit. No, I do read the twits. I just this, don't twit them. This twit who tweets <laughs> tenaciously. I just don't tweet. While eating, but yes. While eating toast between. Toast between what? Toast between my teeth. I have no idea. I'm uh, running, a bunch of T words. Anyway, I'm, I'm running out of alliterations and, as- and assonances. <laughs> 
this S nuances. Yeah. <coughs> so that's, you know, it's a valid question. Because a lot of men never know if their partner really came. And I don't think it's a bad question to ask because I think it is important to ask, did they come? But actually, it's better to ask before, during, in the middle, while, after. I mean, just communicating from start to finish. Well, yes, but I mean, if you're in the midst of getting close to an orgasm and somebody says, well, did you come? Uh, fuck. No. Why? Cause and it, now I'm not gonna. Why? Because now I'm concerned about it. <laughs> oh, it just took you out of the moment. Is that why? Yeah. So you, so at the moment where it's like, okay, here I go, here I go, here I go, here I go, and then boom, stops. It, everything yeah. just, just stops because someone says, hey, did you come? Yeah. When like, they did? Uh, no, um, no, no, I didn't. Of course, with me, if, you know, if you don't, if you have to ask if I came, you were clearly not paying attention. Well, that's a certain. Or I did not. <laughs> or you do, or weren't paying attention. So, I mean, there may be some credence to whether or not. But then again, not every woman or man or person in between or someone who owns a penis or someone who owns a vagina or any human being on the planet comes with a manual. Right. And, and not all of them come with abandon either. Well, exactly. Sometimes they're very quiet, quiet, and very subtle. Or sometimes they're very loud and brash. But here's where it's all—I mean, for me, here was where it all comes down to. If if you don't tell me there's an issue, I'm gonna assume there's no issue. Right. If you don't tell me what's going on, I'm gonna assume everything's okay. Yeah. You have to talk to me first, especially if you're. You know, if you're trying to get me into bed, if you want me in your bed, if we're working together, and this is important to me. We got to have this communication. We got to have this conversation going, even if it's not going to wind up in the sack. I want to be sure that if I'm talking to this person, we're able to share right, and communicate and talk to each other. Friendships work in the same way. You don't want, you know, everything to be, you know, just subtle. No, absolutely not. You can't have everything subtle. I mean, even between friendships that have been around for a while, the communication becomes nonverbal because they know each other's cues and right. mannerisms and ideas and ideals that they don't even have to say anything to each other. I mean, I could just imagine, you know, what the relationship between Laurel and Hardy, those two right. great comedians from the early 1900s were and how their friendship was. You know, where the, you know, they started in silent movies and then moved on to talkies. But, you know, a lot of times they never said a word to each other because they had that ability to communicate with eye contact and with movement and with motion and sometimes even with touch. Yes. And I think even after a while you begin to have, I don't know if you want to call it a psychic connection, but you are able to know, just know where you're going with this. Right. So I wouldn't want to say, okay, I think I know what's supposed to be happening and I'm supposed to know what's going on, you know, and just think that, oh, I'm the master of everything. You know, I'm the, you know, and I'm just like, just watch me come in. I know everything and just, and then just completely foul it up from start to finish. Right. Because that's, that's just one, that's just way too embarrassing to begin with. And 
it means that you're not willing to listen to the other person. Like you, you want to be in control because you want to have everyone to have a good time, but it's at the expense of the expression of the other person. Yes. Whomever they may be. And how many times have we had this conversation about conversation? Mm. 19 of them so far. <laughs> and I think we'll just keep having them. Talk, 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 talk. We talk. will use this, this, this platform. idea, platform, conversation, talk, talk to your partners, talk to them, tell them what you like, what you don't like. Tell them what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Would you tell me what I want, what I really, really want? Uh, yeah, ice cream and booze, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> ice cream? Sweet. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Back where were we? So, yeah. Did you come? It isn't always a dumbass question. Mm-mm. Although it has been a dumbass question in some cases. But it's not always a dumbass question. It's often because your partner truly cares if you enjoyed it, but he can't tell. They can't tell unless you say something to them. Unless you say something or you're, you know, one of us noisy people. Well, yeah. Who shudders and shakes from the tips of their toes to the tops of their heads. Hey, now. Well, you know, not everybody does. Exactly. I mean... It'd be nice. It would be. It would be nice if there was a standard. But there's no standard. There's as many different ways as there are different people. And it all has to start with one person actually being one. It's really intimate. So for some people, it's you did actually touch on this. Like I just touched that mic stand. You touched on this earlier that some people are really, really, really timid Mm -hmm. and are really, really shy. I know I was for the longest time. So I really wish that there was someone a little, you know, brave and willing to, you know, to, to, to guide me through. It had to, of course, you know, I had to come off as very romantic <laughs> before I could ever get laid. But before it's like me looking for somebody who like, hell, can you, can you guide me through? Can you guide me through? And it's like, there's this one demand of like, well, don't you ought to know? Not just because you own a penis or because they own a vagina and they ought to be able to have like, you know, the the the, the fantasy of the, the, the kind woman that shows you the way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's another thing because by and large, and I will not say all because things have been shifting in the last 20 years or so. Maybe a little bit starting in the 60s when they started burning their bras. But really in the last 20 years or so, there's been more focus on girls have sex too. Oh, yeah. You know. People being surprised about that. <laughs> that and and, like, and it well, being okay. It being okay about women expressing their sexuality more. Right. And being forward more and being okay about it more. Yeah. You know what? Come to think of it, I wonder if part of it may be due to the sit-still-look-pretty thing that we've placed upon women forever and ever and Absolutely, and And if you enjoy sex, you're a trollop. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just, you're a slut. Oh, and people out there listening, I'm using the term women deliberately. Yes, we are too. And historically. And historically, those identified with that. 
because back in because when we're trying to figure things out, everything was still on a binary system. Yes, so, it was. So just just work with us. We know mostly mostly people vagina identified humans. Yes, persons with vaginas. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we are talking about the old binary. Boys are studs if they have sex. Girls are whores. Mm -hmm. If they have sex. If they have sex. Which is kind of bizarre. It's sort of like one end. (coughs) Flippin' patriarchy. One end we have women are whores if they have sex or express sexuality. And at the same time, we want their legs open. Yeah, yeah. At the drop of a hat. It's like, come here. Come here. You are attracted to me. And... People do everything in their power to attract the other. Yes. B- and based upon what other gender roles or stereotypes or some sort of ideal that they have to be for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, some women have to like, well, let's see if I am, if I identify as this, then I can get this type of person. Yeah. Some people do that because they're just devious. Not, not saying that. And this is and this exists outside of, of of gender identity right. and sexual identity. Just some people are just like make plans in their heads. It's like, okay, I want to get me a lawyer. What do I do? <laughs> they, they rub their hands. Yeah. Yeah. And still, they don't talk to each other. No, they don't <laughs> talk to each other because because expectations are all mm-hmm. over the place. And and it's been, I know women personally, okay, I know vagina owners personally, who feel uncomfortable making noise, you know, um, being overt in their pleasure. Okay. Not only will they not talk about it, they don't show it even while they are participating in sex. Yeah. Sounds weird to me. I just made this weird face where they're like, well, <laughs> well I mean, there's what? some people that don't make faces. At, I mean, there's some people who don't make faces at all. And if I, if I'm, if I notice someone not making a face, I would be like, are you Okay. Did I do something wrong? Is something wrong? <laughs> Am I pleasing you? Are you having fun? I'm trying to, you know, because I don't, you're not reacting. You're not saying anything. I don't see any reaction. What can I do to please you? Yeah. Don't just lay there, guys, ladies, okay. people. Please. Or I would, well, I wouldn't say all that. I would say, tell me what feels good. Yeah. What makes you feel good? How do I make you feel good? Mm-hmm. How do I touch you? Talk to me now. Talk to me. Talk. Communicate. And we'll just keep hounding that word until the end of our days. Communicate. It's so important. It is important. I want to say something right now. Let's take a break. Okay. All right. We'll be back with more of Into Your Body after this.
Welcome back to Into Your Body. Hi. So, last time we were talking about sexual mindfulness. Yes. And particularly, we were talking about mindfulness in what one needed to do pretty much prior to getting to bed. So, we talked about you know being tested, having condoms, safer sex, consent yeah. is always, you know, all those, all those things. Right. I talked about and I was thinking about just the concept of mindfulness, just as which is to use a layman's terminology here, just being learning how to be present in the moment yes. of an event. So, and and also conscious. Yeah, just being conscious and aware yeah. of those things while you're trying to get something done. You know, the, the certain types of mindfulness that has to be aware when you're doing any sort of job true yeah so but wait sex is not a job well no it's a joy it's, it's a task let's <laughs> say a task task well, something you do yeah but activity an activity there we go task or, or activity yeah it's the most fun you can have with your clothes off okay so with that definition out with that definition in mind <laughs> i was um Considering where we talked about mindfulness, I was thinking about more of the mindfulness that is asked for during sex. Right. The mindfulness that comes from being conscious of your own needs and your partner's needs. Yeah, and not repeating something that someone else has done that caused your partner pain or upset or trauma, in fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself that there are certain things that uh, would be very important as far as being mindful when you're having sex, when you're with your partner or partners. You'd have to be conscious and aware of their feelings, their emotions, because this is not only is it the most fun that you'll ever have completely with your clothes off, it is also the most vulnerable that you'll ever be. Absolutely. You'll be completely and utterly vulnerable in front of your partner. I mean, you're yeah. naked, you are sharing intimacy, you are sharing you know, very, very, very strong energy, your realist self. Right. You know, your most intimate pleasures. You know, Absolutely, and, and in some and in some cases, some some pleasures that you are trying to deprogram from being told that they're taboo or that they're shameful, right? And even as so much as that, you can enjoy them as much as you want to enjoy them, as much as you love the feeling and sensations. Even some people are very sensitive and guarded about about even performing what some people call a very normal sex act that they have that they feel that is very taboo and hidden but yet they enjoy it and they're trying to deprogram themselves right right i keep saying that phrase again deprogram yes yeah mm -hmm. yeah deprogram change their, untrigger change their minds yeah i guess but where that goes where that goes, I think being having have, being aware, being aware that some people are still fighting battles, yeah, while you are being intimate 
with that other person yes can go a long way with toward making sex itself a pleasurable enjoyable earth-shattering mind-blowing experience yeah so let's talk about checking in okay checking in with your partner even during sex checking in are we doing okay anything you need any important what feels good yep part of it is still checking in with your partner talking Mm -hmm. to them asking them does this feel good is this okay would it be a good idea to just ask them a question that says hey would you like it if i would you like it if i did x would you like it if i did y that's a really good question that's a really good and easy way to find out to check in to go you know are you yeah what are you into what do you like what would i like what do you what would you say I'm sorry, say that again. What would you what would you say if I did this? Or trying to get them to say, Hey, I'm going this I'm feeling like I'm you know, like you're like if you're on top of me and I'm saying I'm feeling like this, I want you to pull my hair. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you do it? Of course. Okay. And why and why wouldn't you not want to pull my hair if I asked you? Uh Okay. This one's hard for me because it's not something that would be a personal problem for me, but maybe somebody has issues with having been abused or whatever, having their hair pulled or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So being mindful about how that could affect, like, you know, the, the person who is being asked, hey, can you pull, can you pull my hair? You know, that could be a challenging thing for something. Could be. Well, while you're in the middle of it, even though you may have already had a conversation with them earlier on about, hey, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And then in the middle of it, it's like something just happens and it snaps and it snaps. And the trigger hits and you're suddenly back in that situation that Mm -hmm. caused whatever trauma. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like I can't slap anybody in the face. Mm -hmm. So got to pull. So with that mindfulness there, there are. I'm sure there's a way that you can help somebody just come back into it. Some sort of like something very much similar to aftercare. Yeah. But like in the middle of it. Right. But yeah. In, but, but in the middle of it. Yeah. We don't just call it aftercare. It's just care. Mm. Be sure to, you know, comfort. You can stop it. I mean, even if you're right in the middle of the hottest, heaviest sex and something upsets your partner, you can stop and wait and take care of that issue and make sure your partner is all right or that you're all right and start over again. I mean, it's still there. Okay. <laughs> you're not put, you know, you're not taking it off and throwing it away. No, we would want to do that yeah. right now. No. So your your body is still there and if you desire afterward to continue you can do that okay one other point of mindfulness going i want to say that well adding okay another point i want to add to yes uh being mindful about how it feels if there is some sort of any sort of penetrative sex going in right any sort of penetrative sex. So we can talk about PIV sex. Yeah. P- 
penis and vagina sex. Right. We could talk about, you know, some people may be sensitive to the thrusting or the feel. Some people may be, you know, some vulvas may be tight Mm -hmm. and some penises may be large or small or sized or long or whatever. Right. You know, so there's a mindfulness that has to go into, okay, now that we're about to get have some, now they're about to have some penetrative sex that's going to, that's happening. How do we make sure that we don't injure the other person? Yeah, ask. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Is it okay? Does it feel all right? Are you ready? Well, I would think about like, would it be a good, would it be a better idea to just start slowly? We'll certainly start slowly, but also, you know, start with, are you ready? Because maybe your partner needs a little more, a little more to get going. A little more, a little more, a little more foreplay, you think? A little more foreplay, a little more. Maybe it's just lube because like I know at my age, I'm starting to not produce as much lube Mm. of my own. So oftentimes I need lube. Thank you for that reminder. You're welcome. Lube is very important. Grease that stuff. Or? You know what I mean. (laughs) Yep. Make sure it's nice and wet. Yeah. Not just because it makes penetrations more easy, but also uh, for vulva owners, the liquid over um, over the vulva, over the clitoris, makes the touch less, less... Maybe touchy thinking, <laughs> you're thinking sensitive well it makes uh, it more uh, sensitive actually because you're skimming across instead of dragging dragging so it just feels a little so so it softens the touch it does soften the touch and make it it also transfers the electricity between you and your partner electricity well of course we're all made out of Energy, static, I guess, static electricity. We're all made of energy. The vibe, the vibe, the feel. And so your body is putting out energy every time you do anything. Right. So when you're touching, you know, her energy and your energy, or his energy and your energy, or their energy and your energy. Anyway, somebody's it starts energy. To be kin- it starts to be a kinetic. Starts to. Uh, relationship. Yeah, it does. The two, between the two. And it becomes more pleasurable. It aids in the, yes, it aids in the kinetic relationship right. between the two because you know, yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta lubricate the friction. That's right, lubricate that, that stuff. That's right. So that helps a lot. Yes, and I know a lot of peni- penis owners that need um, extra lubrication sometimes because they are extra sensitive or whichever. Exactly. And their skin is extra sensitive. Yeah. Another point is. And also in mindfulness, there's to dovetail, is that also ideally the the uh, the fluid that is produced by the Cowper's gland, also known as a precum. Yes. We uh, we also need to realize is that that has a purpose. It also is has the same purpose as the fluid that is produced by the vagina. Right. It has exactly the same purpose for sexual congress. So when you're having sex, the it's also important that the penis be wet as well. 
yes. whether through arousal or through lubrication. Mm-hmm. That's also something to be extremely mindful of. It's not all, I mean, having the vulva lubricated and ready and wet is very important. The same is also absolutely true of the penis. Yes. Especially around the glands area, just around the, the back of the shaft where the glands meet, that that, that, tri- that um, arrow part, I like to call yeah. it, where it looks like an arrow, that part back there. The frenulum. The frenulum, yes. Mm-hmm. I like to back up <laughs> good <laughs> descriptions with the actual terminology with yeah. it, don't we? Yeah. It's good to have that description because it's, 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 this is audio, my friend. Right. So... Now that we know what it now we know what it's called, the frenulum needs to have that lubrication. Yes, so, absolutely. So if just like with the vulva, if the penis isn't processing that lubrication, it's no point to panic. Just find some lube, mm-hmm. take care of that. Yeah, makes everything feel so much better. Right, right, and especially if you're using condoms, you need to lube mm-hmm. yes it's now we are now when you are using your condom of course make sure that area is looped up but when you have your condom on make sure that you have a good amount of lubrication along the shafts of the penis as well right yeah because it'll chafe and you and chafing is bad chafing is not good chafing not good <laughs> right mm-hmm Okay, so also mindfulness. Pay attention to your partner's cues. Mm. You know, sometimes orgasm face looks like pain face, but pain face never looks like orgasm face. Mm -hmm. Now, by cues, what do you mean specifically, Sam? Uh, Sounds that they're making, um, the facial expressions, breathing pattern, um, the way that they're moving, because sometimes I've caught myself kind of crawling away mm-hmm. from, because I didn't want to. Okay. Or I was just putting up to shut them up, and I found my body pushing away from them at all times. Oh. Yeah. So pay attention to your partner's cues and and you know. Don't be afraid of them. I think some of the cues that I tend to look out, that I tend to watch for my partner mm-hmm. is how their hips move. Right. If their hips are bucking up and down, mm-hmm. if they're thrusting, it's, or how, how their hips are thrusting forward, or if they're thrusting up and down as if they're in the middle of having sex. Right. If they're middle of in a good, if they're in the middle of a good run, then, you know, their hips would be moving forward and backward in a certain way. Yeah. they probably be hopping up and down (laughs) (laughs) in a certain way you know yeah yeah imagining of course i'm imagining is is if i'm going down on somebody or if i'm using my hands you know to to uh to get somebody stimulated to get somebody aroused i know i look for those things right you know especially when i'm with somebody and that's even long before long before any sort of penetrative sex happens or any right. sort of connect any sort of genital connection happens or genital right. contact happens genital contact cuz you might have penetrative sex with fingers as well or tongue or or penetrative sex uh, anally that yeah. counts yeah mhm yep yeah so yeah just 
Yes, definitely. Pay attention. Right. We use PIV as a, as the easiest uh, first relation that we go to, and then we can exp- and then what we're going to do still in this conversation is expand to that to mindfulness in other versions of sex because we can also guide you through being mindful in other forms of uh, in in a couple other positions too, and uh, we'll let you in on that a little more later, right after this. <laughs> This is DJ from Into Your Body, and I'd like to ask you one question. What's up with the lube you're using? Is your lube just not doing the job and making things worse? Well, friends, I'm here to let you know about Allocadabra. Live Well Incorporated out of Ventura, California, has invented what I myself like to call the best lube for the money. Any money. Alocadabra isn't just any moisturization that glides and slides. Alocadabra is made with 100% organic aloe vera, so it heals your body while nourishing those sensitive areas, giving them their necessary moisturization that's perfectly pH balanced for your body and everybody. Alocadabra is petroleum-free, paraben-free, and contains no BS chemicals. It's 100% plant-based, so it's FDA and Oregon Tilt approved, meaning that it's safe to use for your safer sex needs. Other lube is for toys. For your body, only choose Alocadabra in eight organic flavors and scents. I happen to like pina colada. It's available at alocadabra.com. Find drugstores, as well as from your friendly neighborhood, locally owned, queer-friendly pleasure shop, Allocadabra, naturally magic. And we're back to Into Your Body. Yes, we are. Thank you. And you had some... Ideas to bring forward. That's my idea. Well, still on the topic of mindfulness. Yes. Still on the topic of mindfulness. I wanted to think about all the different ways, all the different positions about that. Now, we first focused in PIV sex, but then I also brought up other types of positions and other experiences, too. So I was thinking about mindfulness in oral sex. So let's talk about that because I want to I want to bring my attention to more universal experiences. As right, it were. right. <laughs> yeah, big things in oral like pay attention that your teeth are not dragging on whatever it is you are engaging with orally. I was going to say whatever you're either Unless, imbibing or whatever you're eating at the moment. Whatever you're eating at the moment. Unless, of course... That's their kink, then you know, as long as you've got approval for it, you've got the yes, go ahead. Yeah, because I mean, I it's like biting is nice, biting is nice, but I would like uh, 
a little heads up first. Yeah. Yeah. Some people like it, but I mean, but then again, you know, some people like teeth. I mean, some people like, I remember a debate in a forum some years ago debating on whether or not it's appropriate to use teeth during oral sex. I mean, just the appropriateness of teeth at all. The appropriateness. And some, and of course, you don't, and some people who are, yes, pro-teeth, they say yes, but don't bear down. Right, I've had some guys that, or some, pardon me. I've had some partners who enjoyed a light kind of brush with the teeth. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a sharp little thrill for them, but then again, that's their thing. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. Similar with the partners that I have had. Mm-hmm. Just a little suck with the mouth and then just a little brush with the teeth as yeah. as you just release. Yes. Just not don't even bring the teeth down all the way or even halfway, just like just just, just, just make barely it feel like touch, it just yeah. happens to touch and just like it gives a nice little nice little sensation there that's like, oh, ooh, and like ran up against something. It kind of feels Right. Kind of feels a bit naughty. Naughty. Yeah. Now, if someone is being deep-throated, then if you have the penis in the mouth, you got to be careful about having, you know, the molars making contact because those are some of the sharpest teeth in the mouth. Yeah. So one thing to be mindful for is that you make sure that your jaw is as open as far as you can go or you can take the penis in the mouth as far as you can go during oral sex. But don't force it in there. And don't try to eat the whole thing. Right. Uh, don't try to swallow the whole thing all at once. <laughs> yes. Go gradual. Go slow. Go carefully. Do as much as your body can handle. And for pity's sake, don't sneeze. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Also, oh, oh, okay. Anyway, go ahead. One can learn how to sneeze through their ears very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I used to tease boyfriends about no blowjobs during football games or any sports. Oh, did someone learn the hard way? Well, yeah, me. Mm. (laughs) They cheer, I get... Ah! In the throat. In the throat. Right up. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't doesn't help that their favorite team was the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was another story. Oh. So, back to mindfulness. What if they were the Buccaneers? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> Probably the Broncos. Yeah. Yeehaw. Anyhow, where were we? Mindfulness, oral sex, digital sex. We started with we were starting with oral sex. Oral sex, things to be mindful of. Yeah. Um. Be careful with teeth. We keep saying yeah. that. Be careful with your teeth. Um. Experience definitely <laughs> made us say that. <laughs> I can't right off the top of my head think of anything else. I lose my mind when I'm either. A little, okay, let me do one. A little sucking. About stuff. Let's talk about what to do. A little okay. sucking isn't bad, right? A little sucking. Now you, I'm not looking for a Hoover. <laughs> you don't want to pull the chrome off. No, no, no. no. But 
just a little a, a brief through the mouth. You're like a, See, you know. it's again, it's about paying attention to your partner's cues and knowing what, how much feels good and when it starts to go the other way. Right. That's one thing that works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Digital sex then. Okay. With hands. With hands. With hands. Okay. One thing to be mindful for. Check your nails, people. Yeah. Because those things, I mean, those things can get sharp. You don't want to cause the other person to bleed. No, you don't want to cause someone to bleed or or be scratched in any way. Yeah. So cutting them, filing them, good idea. Also knowing your finger angles and... Well, anyway. Again, unless it's what you're into because I know people that love being scratched. Oh? Yeah. Not just not necessarily on their organs, but... Okay, okay. But, um... Mind, but being mindful of of using manual sex or digital sex, manual sex, you know, one finger at a time. Yeah. Unless you know, unless you know how they work. Yep. You know, so start with you know one single finger, and then obviously add two, or start with two, depending upon you know how well their their orifice is worked up. Right. But once you, of course, lubrication is the key. Key. Very important. <laughs> Make sure that. The vulva is nice and wet. The penis glands or is anus nice and or wet. any. Your fingers are nice and wet too. Make yeah, sure that you make, yeah, make any sure those are part. You just soak yourself in lube and call it a day. Then get out the twister board. Right on. Oh, only to be dunked completely in lotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, mindfulness about that. Paying attention. Being mindful about being dunked in lotion? Hmm. Wasn't that a pleasant thought now? Uh, uh, Hold on. (laughs) I'm not done yet. Please stand by. (laughs) I'm thinking about that 50-gallon barrel of lube on Amazon. Please stand by. (laughs) We will resume our broadcast shortly. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, fifty gallons. Yeah, they get a fifty-gallon barrel of lube. Lube. Dunk them. Don't <laughs> fill up a kiddie pool. And <laughs> anyway, where were we? Ah, uh, we went there. We went there. We went there. They wrestled in the lube. In the lube. In the, they wrestled in the nude in the lube. In the lube. In the pool. In the lube. They wrestled in the nude in the lube in the pool. Yeah. Does sound kind of like fun. It does. Yeah. Wrestling in the nude in the lube with the pool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so where were we before I went down that little stop that? <laughs> a little teasing here and there. Yeah, a little teasing here teasing and there. Teasing is useful because we were talking about you know just you know a little sucking, a little teasing, a little little touching. Oh, oh, best places to touch. Being mindful about like where to touch, where not to touch. Okay, right. Okay, okay. Sam, help us out. Okay. Good places to touch on the vulva. I mean, to start with, just for someone who's start, to, to someone someone who's someone who's touching their vulva. 
for the very first time. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, for you're, you're, I mean, for, like, you're a part, like, like, your partner is touching a vulva for the first time. We'll start on the outside. So the outside, the outer lips. Mm-hmm. The outer lips, okay. Yeah, just kind of brush them. Mm-hmm. Which sounds funny because usually there's hair, but not that kind of brush. Just brush your fingers across them. Okay. And they will open. All right. They will start to separate. Okay. And then you can see more things. And as you see more things, it's okay to touch those too. Okay. I don't think there's necessarily a bad spot on the bulb to touch. There's bad ways. Okay, so what not to do. Yeah. Like, like, don't assume that the clitoris is, like, the easy button. You can't just keep pushing on it. That doesn't work. Okay. You don't push on the clitoris. No, you don't push on the damn clitoris. No. It's just not a thing. So what do you do with the clitoris instead? Do you caress it? You, you caress it. it? You can oh, pinch okay. it. You can do all kinds of things. It's not just sit there and push at it. And, by, and when you pinch it, we're not talking about like... A, like no, not your, hard. Your cheeks, but like just, between your... You're just saying just basically holding it. Holding it between like holding your fingers. It between your fingers. You're not actually in actively pinching it. No. Be? Well, unless that's her thing. But yeah, just kind of gently... Gently pinching. pinching. Well, gently. I guess rubbing your fingers, brushing yeah. your... Brushing, brushing the... The top and the bottom of the clitoris with your forefinger and your thumb. Just yeah. brushing it backward and forth. Yeah. Like starting at the base and then moving it to the tip of the clitoris. Right. Exactly that. Like that. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some editing in this one. People say I should do phone sex. <laughs> Ooh, um, right. I don't know Mindfulness. If, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not when I talk about when I talk about playing with the clitoris like that. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, people will tell me I ought to do phone sex. I'm like, I don't know why. No, you do too know why. Just well, especially if I use this voice all the time. Yes. Mindfulness during actual sex. Be mindful of where your hands are placed. And. Whether there's hair under them. Hair? Oh, gosh, yes. Hair under the hands? Yes, I've had, yes, somebody stomping your hair into the ground with their hands. Ouch, ouch. And they think those faces that you're making are pleasure. Those are not pleasure faces. Oh, Those are, oh, my God, that hurt faces. I wouldn't confuse the two. I wouldn't want to confuse the two. I would hope not. But still, you know, mindful. Think about things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, are you got any pokey bits that are going to rub on some of their softer bits? What's the deal? You know, like, I've had hip bone bruises on the insides of my thighs before. Okay. That hurts. Ouch. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's not like something that could be avoided necess- well it could have been avoided I could have said no but <laughs> you know what I mean it wasn't something that the person could really do anything about I mean you really can't choose what happens to you in the middle of hip bone surgery so yeah surgery <laughs> hip bone surgery <laughs> yeah anyway. I'm so lost anyway where are you anyway 
continue. Yeah, being mindful of this. Just pay attention. Even though your mind does wander into the deep, dark crevices of pleasure uh, and brightens them up so significantly, um, also you need to be able to be mindful of your partner. I mean, I don't know how many ways we can say this. Just be mindful. Think. Think. Pay attention. Be aware. Don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yep. Mm. Learning how to breathe with your partner is also important. Yeah. In the mindfulness area. Learning how to keep your pace with your partner. That's another piece of mindfulness that we have as well. Yeah. To just be able to just walk and be able to breathe and be able to just keep keep pace with what keep what with with what your partner is doing and also encourage your partner to keep up rhythm rhythm with you as well. Cause you're two are just riding together and working together and look and working together as one unit, even though right. both of you have a goal. But one really important thing to be mindful of with in whatever that you're doing in sex is that the orgasm is not the goal. Right. The orgasm, that means to make an end and like you're supposed to have that big, oh, that big finish. Now, orgasm means you've reached the climax of pleasure, you know. So if you want to reach the climax of pleasure, the focus isn't to reach the climax. The focus is the pleasure. Right. The pleasure is the most important part because if you focus on the pleasure, everything else falls into place, right. which is, I think, the most important thing to be mindful of. Of course, what we've all said previously is true, but the most mindful thing of all is to check in with your partner to see if they are having fun, if they are enjoying. We said this right. in front of, but if they are enjoying it, if yeah. they're having fun, are they liking what they're having? Well, like we said before, a couple of shows back, where they, where we, where we mentioned, you know, or actually this very show, this very, show. this very show. But when I mean, we did mention it, you know, in other ways prior to this one. But we mentioned when we said, "Did you come?" Yes, we are asking you, "Did you come?" Because we care about. Did you have fun? And Are also, I may have been too deep in my own pleasure to be completely mindful of yours mm -hmm. at that moment. So, what we're saying is, baby, was it good for you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and is it good for you? Yeah. Keep it going. So, this is where also the mindfulness comes back into communicating with your body with your touch you can guide your partner's hand if you want to as long as it's still you have to be consensual and be in the moment be asking yeah. be loving be giving be forgiving cut the other person yeah. some slack not everyone knows what's happening not everyone comes with a manual go for it but also check in with your partner make sure that they are enjoying it and that they like it too yep it's not all about you it's not all about them either. But it's all about the feelings. all yeah. about the moments. It's all about the pleasure. Yep. That's the most the important pleasure. thing. When you get into the pleasure, that's when you start feeling good. 
it's often it's often been said that pleasure itself getting back into feeling your feeling your body feeling your pleasure getting back into yourself and feeling yourself for for what it truly feels like can be the most revolutionary act it is an act of defiance when everyone Absolutely. else is telling you to ignore it or everyone else is telling feel you feel bad that, be afraid buy drugs feel bad be afraid buy the drugs Consume, conform, comply. Consume, conform, comply. Don't be happy. Don't be happy. Don't be happy. And then here's something that is something that belongs to you, that is part of you, that is, you know, that is, you know, not only intrinsic to your evolutionary existence as a part of a species, but as to the identity of who you truly are. Yeah. It's important to know that when you are connected to that pleasure, you are actually obeying your highest self when you have everything in place and you are mindful and being aware and honoring your own true highest self and what pleases you and what feels good. And then whomever you are with, whatever pleases them and whatever makes them feel good. As long as it is not bringing intended damage right. to the other person, yeah, don't be a dick. dick. Right. As long as you're not bringing, un, as long as you're not bringing any damage to the person, mm-hmm. and I'm being specific here, and I'm and I'm talking about outside of any sort of consensual scene, right? Any sort of consensual, any sort of consensual kink that goes on. Be careful. Be mindful about that, and that's all. That's all I'm just wanted to mention yeah. about that. Sounds good to me. Having that pleasure is truly, truly important to you. Paying attention to it. So yes, did you come? I came. Did I you hope, come? Well, no, I didn't. Oh. Well, because what can I do to make it better? Well, we can always talk about it, and if you do want to talk about it, reach out to us on Twitter at Into Your Body One. Or on Facebook, Into Your Body Podcast. Also on Tumblr, Into Your Body Podcast. You can also reach out to us on email, intoyourbodypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to listen to any of the other episodes of Into Your Body, where we have conversations and advice for all that is there, you can listen to it any place where a podcast is listened to. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. And also, if you're listening to us on the radio, you're listening to the clean version on 97.3 FM KEPW-LP in Eugene, Oregon, and streaming to the world at KEPW.org. This is DJ P. Sundress, company copyright 2018. I'm DJ. I'm Sam. And until next time, don't don't forget forget to masturbate. masturbate. Bye-bye.